0: We were away from the farm for only four days and couldn't believe our eyes when we came back to Veg Hill and saw all the peas ready for harvest.
1: Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles.
0: Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden.
1: Thanks, Adrian, and welcome to our podcast of July 13, 2011. It has been fun to get back on Veg Hill and fun to get back on the orchard and see what happens yeah. in four days after some fresh rain. That's the other piece. That, that helped, uh, didn't it? Yeah. Has made a difference here. We've had some rain, and boy, has it made a difference everywhere.
0: Yes, and to talk about Veg Hill first and peas in particular, I had planted a number of different types of peas. Now, the purple hull peas I put in later, and they're just now beginning to, uh, the plants are just beginning to get about, you know, six, eight inches high. But black eyed peas have been there long enough that, you know, the plants were looking pretty big and healthy. And I could see a few flowers last week, but to, and, and actually, Last week, I saw a few unripe peas. Came back today after, like I said, after we were gone for four days and was able to actually harvest some. We have not cooked them yet. Well, they're just
1: spilling out everywhere.
0: I know. I'm so excited. Um, And also, the rattlesnake beans are, some of those are big and ready to harvest. So I got some of those, and uh, we have a lot of them, too. I'm hopeful maybe I could actually put some up this year.
1: We, ne- we may need to pause and have a little digression about your beans. Okay. We had a conversation with people at our church who at one point thought they were going to be, that we as a church were going to be selling beans as some kind of fundraising project. Right. So we put in an entire row of beans that our row is 140 feet long, so that's two hundred and eighty feet of beans.
0: Now some of them are lima beans, but still. That's but a still. Lot. But still.
1: We've got a we got a lot of beans out there.
0: And apparently we have decided not to do the fundraiser. I've I don't know exactly what the plans are for that. But despite the fact that they're not all rattlesnake beans, when you look at that entire one hundred forty foot row, the, and, of course, they're all climbing beans. Yeah. So the visual impact, what was it you said when you first looked at that row? I told
1: you this morning it looks like something out of Little Shop of Horrors. This is Audrey too.
0: <laughs> the beans are taking over. But I'm trying to be uh, ever so careful to make sure the little tendrils are climbing. There's still some that need a little guidance. But to make sure that they do climb the trellis so that we will not have so much problem and that.
1: the other thing that I, I have not had a chance to share this with you since you got back um we had a, a good bit of rain today got four tenths of an inch well, of rain. well you might which mention nice. i
0: was away from the farm to, this afternoon while you were here right so, yeah so
1: <clears throat> and um the beans the the north pant portion of the trellis has collapsed under the weight of the beans. Oh, no. I I sort of picked it back up and put it back, uh, but it'll probably collapse in the next rain. So we'll probably have to shore it up somehow, but we'll figure out something.
0: Yeah. So how did the beans look, though? Were they Oh, they look great. Good. They're
1: they're humming in there and and continuing to do what beans do, which is neat. Yeah, it is. So good news about the peas and the beans, basically. Uh, I guess the only real issue we have at this point that we're aware of is what are we going to do with all those peas and all those beans?
0: Well, as I said earlier, I would love to have the luxury of having enough that we can actually put some by that I can freeze some beans, possibly can them. Uh, We'll just have to see what works best, but preserve them for wintertime. That would be a lovely development.
1: That would be wonderful.
0: And to actually have, you know, last year I didn't have enough to even, you know, we'd have to wait a week to have a full meal of just beans to have enough.
1: I don't think we'll have to. Wait I don't a think week. we'll have
0: that problem this year. <laughs> it's kind of a nice place to be. And you know, the other thing we should talk about was when we got back from. Um, well, I just went out there today um, to and harvested three full baskets overflowing in fact one of the baskets is sort of would you say that's a half bushel basket or something well and that's
1: after you sent some produce home with our helpers yes we had some
0: friends who came by and we gave them some but we were just overflowing with veg so let's
1: take this one at a time the tomatoes are still not ripening in force well, we got a few that are ripening on the vine. I think and enough.
0: I, 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 you know, this is all. This is a okay. pace I can keep up with because if oh, it were yeah, if they were any right. faster, there are just two of us here. So you know, and, and we actually got, are freezing some.
1: And the cucumbers are continuing to come in.
0: We have a lot of cucumbers. I had a full basket of just cucumbers.
1: And you're beginning to see some okra pods forming now. Yes, after uh, quite but, a delay.
0: But mostly on the. The plant, the established the transplants. transplants, and some on the burgundy okra.
1: Uh, Still none on the seeded crimson spine.
0: Yeah, that's the one, and which I, is
1: the one that looks the most healthy.
0: I'm going to try something in the next few days. I'm going to go out and thin those plants to see if sun getting to them is an thin, issue. Thin
1: meaning cut
0: some of them out.
1: Just go in and clip off a, a few of the plants at yeah. ground level, and
0: at least we'll have a lot of compost from that. But, I mean, I, I've got to do something. I've got to try something. I, okay. I, so uh, there's a lot of, they're shading everything, and I just wondered if that was part of the deal. I don't know. But they're not, it's not normal. And I noticed you, you brought there.
1: in a lot of squash. In fact, we're having yeah. squash for supper tonight.
0: And we had some big old honker zucchinis. I couldn't believe how big a couple of those were. We're not having any go- zucchini
1: for supper tonight. We I- need to. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And the eggplants continuing to do well. Peppers are going crazy out there. Got some, harvested some good um, Anaheim peppers, and, and that had gotten large. And I actually gave some of those to our friends today because um, I understand that one of them likes hot peppers. And okay. I will have a few that I'll I'll make pepper sauce out of, but I don't need a lot of hot pepper. you know? Okay. I'm, and you don't need to eat it at all. So.
1: And uh, the watermelon is ripening well, we've got a little bit of blossom end rot or something that looks like blossom end rot yeah, on that one, we're struggling with. on
0: one particular variety, and that's the Charleston Gray. I, I don't know anything about that variety. I found it with a bonnie, you know, bonnie plants when I needed some transplants. To, and so I know nothing about it, but those are the only ones that seem to have that very much. Um, still have a, some splitting problems. Um and but, both of us yeah. are
1: aware that we have much to learn about telling when a watermelon is ripe. Yes. Um, I,
0: I've harvested a couple of them too soon.
1: And we we know we're supposed to be able to tell by thumping, but to us, all watermelon thumps sound alike. Yeah, I'm so having, we're, so
0: I'd appreciate any guidance that anyone out there can give me. <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh, dear. Well, let's talk about the orchard. Okay. Uh, the our second June gold uh, is peach. bearing peaches. Peach tree, yes, yeah. June gold peach uh, tree is bearing peaches now. Uh, as, if you recall our first June gold, we have two uh, bore delicious peaches uh, back in June and now the second one um, looks like it may be, given us some good peaches too we'll yes to and keep it, an eye on it
0: it's it's turning out to be a july gold peach yeah but,
1: i'm not quite sure what's going I'm on and i'm wondering
0: there. did they mislabel the
1: yeah, tree when we bought it, it but year.
0: it's anyway I'm, I'm excited about it we'll see what happens
1: we've got a real weed issue out on the orchard i did yeah. get out and bush hog with scamp this afternoon good. and it looks a little bit more manageable now Good, good, couldn't good. couldn't bush hog as closely as I can with tractor because well it's a long story but basically scamp's bush hog is not quite wide enough to cover yeah. the tractor so um, and today was interesting I had been delaying pruning because I was dealing with all these issues about the pad for the lodge and I finally the said goodbye to our bulldozer man and set about pruning in the orchard. And the rain came, hmm. and I just kept working. Um, had a delightful time pruning in the rain. Really? Yeah, it was very pleasant. As long as
0: there's no lightning, I'm, I'm not too
1: well concerned about that. There's a little bit of lightning. But that's
0: not a good idea, honey. And you're standing there <laughs> holding metal pruning scissors. True. So, you know that's not a good idea. But it was very Pruners.
1: pleasant. And uh, the muscadines have. Uh, with maybe one or two exceptions, all reached the trellis line now. The Good. race to the trellis line is uh, basically a historical event. We're done.
0: <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that those the, the orchard trees are doing well.
1: Now, um, let's see if there's anything else on... Well, I guess the, the other thing that's going on here at Longleaf Breeze is the work on the lodge. We yes. probably ought to talk about that. We're making
0: progress. Well, today they... Uh, leveled up the pad, right? For Correct. The, for the lodge.
1: And we had a lot of material that had been stacked over to the side after the the excavation for the construction of our uh, storm shelter. And nobody knew whether it was going to be enough material to bring the pad up to the level we needed. Now we know it's not quite enough. So we've got some material coming tomorrow morning, first thing, and um, Sean, our, our bulldozer guy, will be back and We're expecting it to come together fairly quickly once all that happens, so we may have a pad finished up by noon
0: tomorrow. That's great. That'll be so exciting. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about our dog? Yeah. What he's up to? Uh,
1: That has not gone quite so well. Our Oddie lives a very calm, ordered life here at the farm. He gets lots and lots of exercise, and he sleeps beside our bed. Mm Mm-hmm. And as a result, he stays calm and obedient and he's great company yeah. um here at the farm. We ended up spending several days at our lake place near Lake Martin because our daughter and her fiance, Adrian Lee Borden, our announcer, and her fiance Eli Olson were with us and we need a little more space, so they stayed with us at the lake. Well, the, the arrangements at the lake for taking care of Adi uh, are not nearly so graceful, so I'm afraid his training has regressed as yeah. a result of that. And that's
0: unfortunate, but already he seems a little bit better since we've gotten back to the farm.
1: I agree. Things are, are already looking up. He's calming back down, and he ran and ran and ran and ran today. There's Aww. so much going on, so...
0: Yeah, we couldn't let him run at the lake because he would either follow people. One morning, he got when we let him out, he followed some people who were walking just for exercise, you know. And we didn't see him. He'll go with
1: anybody. What a slut! I
0: know. (laughs) And and, you know, and we're too close to the road. It's not safe to just let him run here on the farm. You know, he's and he wants to stay right around us anyway. He Springer Spaniel that he is. Which apparently that's inherent in their nature that that every now and then they just want to take off you know and run. Um, as as one of our construction people said, he's he goes full out. He He, does. D- he likes to go full out. Um, so he needs that, and the, and like you said, then he sleeps really well at night. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: and he slept well last night, and I am confident he will sleep well tonight because yeah, he's had yeah, a big big right. day. But so you know, we'll we'll get over this. But uh, it has been a disruption to have him away yeah. from the farm as long as we have. That's
0: right. So next week we hope to have the uh, works starting on the actual pole barn structure. That is our back, hope. Back to talking about the lodge be again. Sinking posts yeah.
1: beginning next week. So uh, we should have a lot to talk about then.
0: I know. I know. He'll start Monday, right, Bill? Morgan? That's our plan. Yeah. Good. Um, any other news we need to share?
1: I guess that's it, and that's probably a relief to you. We are fairly late in the, e- in the day recording yeah. this podcast, and both of us are getting a little tired. So this will be a shortened podcast, which is not bad news. Hope you have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love
0: to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780446, Tallahassee, Alabama 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log, Check in with Lee and Amanda and talk with other listeners. That's longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for listening. See you next week.